You are now listening to the West Side of T H A AfterParty.com. Hey everybody, this is Perky of Perky Perspectives Radio Show. I want you to tune in with me every Sunday from 4 to 5 p.m. I'm going to be talking about ownership, black wealth, mental health, traveling, and of course, creativity. So reach out to me. I'm here to uplift you. And I'm repping for the West Side of the After Party Radio Show. Hi, everybody. This is Perky of Perky Perspectives. I have my special guest with me, Eugene. He's the owner of the grocery outlet in Compton, California. Whoa, Compton in the house. (laughs) Compton is definitely in the house. (laughs) And, um... We're going to be talking about black ownership and just a whole bunch of stuff that has to do with taking back our blocks and keeping the money in our blocks, keeping the black dollar in our block, all that, and how to really, really boss up, right? But before we get to that, I want to say thank you for everybody who's tuned in and who's been listening to Perky Perspectives. We are platforming with the after party. So if you want to tune in, you can watch at Facebook at the After Party, and that's T-H-A, After Party. That's on IG, that's on Twitter, that's on Facebook. They also have an app, so you could download it. And you can also rewind and play back on those platforms. And if you want to listen to my podcast and my other shows, you can also watch me at YouTube. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. I'm on Instagram Live right now. I'm on Periscope right now as well. And also on Facebook. And what else? It's a whole bunch. (laughs) If you want to, um, oh yeah, if you want to call in and talk to us while we're live right now, you can call in at 213-270-1969. And you want to do the handles for the Compton Grocery Store? Because they live right now, too. Okay. Um, welcome, Grocery Outlet. Actually, welcome, Compton. Um, I'm here with Ashley. We're doing a podcast. This is my very first time doing it, so I'm a little bit nervous. He know me by my government. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. It's actually wasn't. But, uh, <laughs> is it Perky Perk? Um, no, we're just here uh, just doing a live pi- a podcast for both Facebook and Instagram. Uh, definitely wanted to promote the store, promote the community of Compton. Right. And uh, just let you know, hey, you know, Grocery Outlet Compton is definitely here for the community. We're here to support um, the great community of Compton. And um, let's say we're just here for you guys. That's about it. Right. Where can they follow you? What's the handles? It's at Grocery Outlet at Compton.com. That's both on IG and Facebook. Okay. Cool. So that's exactly what we've been working on. We had a lovely meeting. What was that? Um, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And we were speaking to some other, what what would we call them, like leaders of the community, mm-hmm. community builders, and organizing some more accessibility within Compton. Because, yeah. well, not even just Compton, South Bay too, because I'm from Carson. And I also lived in Compton, actually like right across and behind the Food for Less, from right across the street from Grocery Outlet. And I feel like we don't always have healthy foods that we can reach out to like we'll maybe have some stores some drug stores liquor stores all that stuff it's churches popeyes and all that around er every corner but when you want some healthy food the only option is 
the stores that get like the leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't want that. So we're highlighting the Compton grocery or the grocery outlet in Compton because you have way more than that. I don't know if you yeah. want to mention anything. Well, we have a huge organic section. We have a huge vegan section. We have gluten free. Um, you know, Compton Grocery Alley is definitely a place where you can get a healthier eating for the prices you can afford. Um, we know we, uh, there is no Trader Joe or, or Sprouts in the area. And like I said, if you go to some of those other markets, they, they really don't carry those items. So um, it's definitely a place where you can get, you know, the healthier foods that you like for the prices that you can afford. Um, whether it's produce, uh, grocery items, uh, deli dairy, um, we have a huge selection of organic, vegan Right. Um, gluten free and just uh, uh, healthy items that you that you can you can consume or and well yeah, not even just consume. That's the fun part. Like there's oh, the so many stuff. different things. Right. Yeah. There's yeah, different things you that. could do yeah. with it. So one of my business partners, like we was walking through the store and we was like, Oh, um, you had beet powder. Yep. And we was like, You could dye your hair with beet powder if you so one you get lemon if you want to do like a natural bleach and then you can do the beet powder on top of it. Or if you want to do a different color, like green. Some I see people with green hair on purpose. Mm -hmm. And um, you could get that with kelp, the kale powder that you have. And if you want to eat it, you could put it in your smoothies, yeah. teas. But right, now, I, tea. right now, I'm using beets. I'm using kale powder. Um, matcha is another thing I'm using. It's really healthy. Is for that you. how you pronounce that? Matcha. <laughs> am I saying it wrong? I, no, I don't know. I mean, I'll I'll be like matcha, I'm probably, I probably am saying it wrong. I, I, think, it, I think it's matcha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with what you say. Your sound. <laughs> well, those are three that, I, three that I'm using right now. Plus, with the um, with the with the uh, organic fruits and vegetables we have, and I mix them in with my NutriBullet, and that's using my breakfast in the morning. So we, right. know, we have all those um, healthy you have things, fruit. fruits and vegetables. We have organic fruits and vegetables, and with the, the with the concentrated powder ones also. And it's a good blend, you know, with some organic yogurt. You know, some water, right. blend up together. It's it's a good breakfast in the morning, and it fills you up. That sounds good. And, oh, and like he said, soaps, if you want to make your own soaps. Yep. Do you guys have hemp products? We do have hemp products. We actually have organic soaps and organic shampoos and things like that also. Oh, so, already. Yeah, so we if already you have those already. So. For the working parents yep. that can't make everything. So we have those. Um, I would just encourage you guys to come out and see what kind of variety we have. It's it's a huge selection. Um you know, I'm, I'm trying to bring in more and more every day. I would love some feedback from the community on you know, things that you would like for me to bring in. Right. Uh, you can always reach me at, at um, you know, confident.grocerialty.com. Send me a, sh a quick email. Say, hey, you know, Eugene, could you bring this in? Um, I read all my emails, um, and I would definitely respond to you. And if it's available, I, I will bring it in for you guys. Okay. And so we also are doing like events and stuff through the grocery outlet we are so if you have a business so same with perky perspectives like we always looking for businesses to uplift and highlight but not just for the radio outreach but also because there's partnerships with like grocery outlet mm -hmm. and other establishments that would love to uplift black business as well so reach out to me reach out to Definitely eugene yeah. and we can plan some stuff there's an event coming up soon as well so let's switch into the for us segment because we could talk about some more black ownership and some other black stuff. Just black stuff. <laughs> Perky Perspectives. Are you tired of working on five? 
tired of making money for someone else Feel like you went to school for how many years And only have debt to show for it Ready to just run away to some island and call it quits Come talk to me. We trying to rebuild Black Wall Street. This is for us. Bye. Now she does. <laughs> <laughs> he, we talking about how he got workers that he don't pay, aka his daughter. Ooh, she, no, she gets paid. She gets allowance. She gets free. We're we gonna board. report you. Huh? It's free, free transportation. <laughs> so she gets paid. Nah, we talking about cash money. <laughs> oh, man. How much you make yesterday? You made eighty dollars. Okay, so let me today. stop. We gonna wait for that week he don't pay you, then come back, and then we gonna talk crap. But okay, so for the for us segment today, you know, I want to highlight one of the books because it's still October, it's still National Book Month. So I want to highlight a black book, and the one that I decided to choose today is Yoke Black Women and the Burden of Strength. So. The reason why I chose this book was one, my birthday is coming up, so I've been damn. So twenty three, twenty three, right? I look like I could be twenty three. See, now I don't want to say my real age, (laughs) but now I'm gonna be twenty eight. And so I was looking over some stuff, like trying to find some more readings to dig back in and get that intuitive side, because you know you reflect every time you're about to have a birthday, right? At least that's what I do. And I'm like, yeah, us women, we be going through stuff. Like, everybody always look at us like we supposed to be the pillar of strength, especially if you're a black woman. So I was looking for a book that kind of touched on that and gave some empowerment to women about how we can, like, use that for ourselves, but also put our guard up so that we don't have these extra burdens on top of us. So the author, her name is Shaniqua Walker-Barnes. And I'm just going to read the introduction. It was like this little paragraph, and I feel like it was like a great start to how the book is going to be. I haven't read it yet. I plan to obtain this book. I found it on Google, so if you want to search for it, you can easily find it. But yes, so here's the quote. The illusion of strength has been and continues to be of major significance to me as a black woman. The one myth that I have had to endure my entire life is that of my supposed birthright to strength. Black women are supposed to be strong, caretakers, nurturers, healers of other people, any of the 12 dozen variations of mammy. Emotional hardship is supposed to be built into the structure of our lives and went along with the territory of being both black and female in a society that completely undervalues the lives of black people and regards all women as second-class citizens. It seemed that suffering for a black woman was part of the package, or so I thought. 
So I like how she like, or so I thought. So, <laughs> so I'm like really excited for this book. So I just want to uplift another author to everybody. If you're looking for any more literature or if you want to gift something to somebody because the holidays are coming and who wouldn't want to read more about our people, yeah. right? So that's that part. Yeah, and nice. now back into some more black ownership. I wanted to highlight this black fact before we get back into the grocery outlet. According to the U.S. Black Chamber of Commerce in 2018, there was nearly 2.6 million African-American entrepreneurs. So for anybody that's looking to start a business, don't feel like you're alone. There's plenty of other black entrepreneurs that you could just reach out to. Like there's one, there's online sources like score.org. So you can always find a mentor and get some guidance if you don't know where to start because that's where a lot of people get stuck. They're like, I don't, I don't know where to start. But it's like just start and find somebody to help guide you or find an example because like the statistic says 2.6 million african-american entrepreneurs and that was last year so who knows how many because it's the end of 2019 yeah. now so it's probably way more but yeah so how do you feel because you part of that number you know what i it's to me it's 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 a, a great accomplishment um and i think back about the journey from when i started from pushing shopping carts at boys market right and you know, it, being a 15-year-old kid walking into a local market and asking the manager, hey, can I, you know, can I get a job, you know? And he's like, just go 15. start back in groceries. 15 years old, pushing wow. shopping carts. What right? made in, you want to start working at 15? Um, <laughs> we had no money. <laughs> we <laughs> were, when I say we were broke, <laughs> we were broke. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, we needed money around the house. And um, so I walked into this local market, and uh, it's actually Boys Market. Anyone who's in their 40s like, uh, who lived in Compton – knows boys market and it was right over there by the railroad tracks over there in Compton next to city hall and so i walked in there and i said hey you know what? i'm looking for a job and the guy goes well can you start now and no application no no man i permit, missed them days no, no <laughs> nothing the guy threw our, me an apron it's like go start back in groceries our applications get lost in the wind Seriously. nowadays you and don't get called by nobody nobody and that's how i started and i was pushing shopping carts back in groceries you know helping customer service and I just, I just seen this as a way of, of me to make a better life for myself. And for me, I just worked my butt off. I mean, every time they asked me to do something, I did it. Whenever they wanted me to come in uh, on my day off, I did it. And, and at the same time, I was, going, I was still in high school. I was in the 10th grade. I was playing football. I was – I mean, I would literally get, off, get out of football practice, go to work, get out of work at 12 o'clock at night, catch the last Metro Rail – from Compton to Long Beach because we were staying in Long Beach at the time. Uh, catch the last metro or catch the last bus from the Metro Rail back down to where we were living in Long Beach on PCH, and do that whole cycle um, well, all you over got for, time for your homework. You know, I, I was not. I I was not <laughs> was that good of a student. Okay. I was not. I'll be honest with you. I pr I probably barely. You know, it's. I was like a C student. I mean, because I would literally fall asleep in class. I mean, I, right, I mean, I wake up in the morning. I wake up in class talking about paper and plastic. You know what I mean? It's just like <laughs> it's like paper and plastic. And now you own a grocery store. <laughs> and now I own a grocery <laughs> store. So you know what? It's for me. It just says that no matter what your situation is, you can do whatever you put your mind to. Honestly, right. I mean, if you work hard, you're determined. You had a passion about it. It doesn't matter, you know, what um, circumstances you were born in or what circumstances you're going through. You can achieve anything you want out of life. It's just if you're if you're determined enough to do it. And Was that what you always wanted to do? Have a grocery uh, store? Not. I I always wanted to be a, a manager uh, when I got into there because I, I worked with a lot of people and I and I seen them. They were making, you know, I, at least I perceive they were making a lot of money. 
So I figured, like, man, if these guys are making money, I, I probably can do this and make money. Right. And um, as far as ownership went, it didn't really hit me until I got older and the reality started sitting in, you know, and I was working at Superior Grocers and I just started seeing people get fired. <laughs> I was just like, hold on, dude. Why are people just getting fired? That will definitely <laughs> wake you up. It will wake you up. I'm sitting <laughs> there like, like man. My Billy is gone. I was like, this guy's been here for 20 years, man. He is just <laughs> right. not here anymore. And then they replace him yes, or they just like yes. disregard it. And I was like, that could be me in like 10 years. I'm not going to be in my 50s out there looking for a job. And, right. and I was like, there's no financial freedom when you're working for somebody else and and i learned a lot from the, my previous company but what i couldn't learn how to be financially free you know i couldn't learn how to be my own man and well as long as someone is dictating your life for you you can never ever be truly free and that's the right. reason why um i decided to you know own my own market and and luckily i was contacted by grocery alley they said hey you know what uh we see you have a lot of we have a ton of experience you they can, contacted you well, I was fishing my resume because I was going to leave oh, okay. my my my. I was like, That's dope. Yeah, yeah, I wish it was that easy. I wish <laughs> like, I was you want known. A store? <laughs> <laughs> what it was is that I was fishing my resume out there because I was determined to leave. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I just didn't know. I I just know I didn't want to be where I was at because I was just just sitting, seeing people just getting this let go left and right. And I was like, you know what, Eugene, you got to do something. You know, you have a daughter. You know, you, you know, you can't be out there just you know, you know, not having a job or you know potentially not having a job, you know, you know, 10 to 15 years from now. Right. So since my resume was out there, um, Grocery I did, they, they contact me, one of the recruiters. They said, hey, you know, we see your resume, you know, why don't you take a look at this business model? You think you'd be perfect for it. And, and so I kind of went around and around with them. And it took me about six months um, after, and I, one of the first people I actually met was Kia. She actually went to her, uh, who was the previous Kia. owner. And she was one of the, the my biggest influences on actually getting my own store because I was like, man, this young black woman is doing it, right? Yeah, literally doing literally it. Literally doing it. I remember so, hearing about her too. And, wh- and then I started Googling her and I started seeing all the things that she was doing. And I was like, hey, you know what? I can do this. And so I actually went out to her store. I was, I was probably bugging her. As many times I actually went to her as store. As much as I bug you, yes. You know what? It's, <laughs> Cycle. It's, it's funny because exactly what you do to me is what I was it's doing to her. Cycles around. Now I would now just, you I would just pop same. up, you know, just out of nowhere. Hey, Kia, what's up? I'm here. <laughs> She's like, I'd be like, hey. Like, like, Gene, I got trucks. I got customers. You just, you just keep showing up in my store. And I was just like, oh, I just want to get a perspective on what it's like to be a business owner. So I would just show up out of nowhere. And, 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 and luckily, she was nice enough to uh, – Really kind of uh, give me the back ends and, you know, uh, point me in the right direction and let me know, hey, this is a good thing for you. See, that, and that's a message to people. All you have to do is reach out. Yeah. There's always somebody that's willing to help. It might not be the very first person, mm-hmm. but it's always somebody. So after, you know, I met with Kia and some other owners and I just decided to say, hey, you know what, this is the thing I want to do. Um, so I told Grocery Alley, I said, hey, you know what, I want to join your, 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 uh, your training program. I gave Superior my two-week notice. And that was it. I quit up here, went to grocery all training for about well, almost like a year. Um, Dang. It was you a get long paid? It's paid training? It is paid training. They're actually pretty fair on, on you know, calculating your income and your expenses and making sure that you live in comfortable. I mean, they don't want you out there eating, you know, ramen and hot dogs while you're in training. Mm-hmm. Um, but stealing from your own store. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> <laughs> ramen and hot dogs is a, it's, it's a, uh, it's a thing from my, my childhood because we didn't have any money. So I know about ramen and hot dogs and syrup bread and, and not, she doesn't know about that, but I know that, about and it. And that's the point. You're not supposed to let your kids yeah, know the same yeah, thing. Ex- exactly. I don't have no kids, y'all. So, 
after about a year of training, um, when, when Kia decided that she wanted for a different opportunity in her, in her home city of, of Long Beach, it opened up opportunity for me to take over the Compton store. And that uh, and that's how I get myself in the door. With when exactly was that? Uh, that was June the 6th of, the, of this year. That's wow, when I took over June ownership. Six. June sixth night. I would never You're about to have it. your six month. Uh, it's coming up there, so yeah, it's 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 going by fast. I, I probably grade um, a lot because it's it's a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. You know, owning your business, especially in the first six six months to a year, you're gonna you're gonna grind, mm-hmm. and you have to going with the mindset. Hey, you know what? For the first year, um, you're not gonna be able to do much. You know, you're gonna be in your store. You know, 24 hours a day until it gets self-sustained and you know what that's the price i was willing to pay and i'm glad i did it honestly so how much do they support okay wait so one how would somebody else that's interested in starting a store with grocery outlet how would they start okay first you got to have grocery experience i mean some type of okay. i, I what well, you don't want i know grocery outlet's <laughs> like dude don't have everyone from don't don't you know make sure everyone is not calling oh i want to own the store you have I to mean. have some retail experience. <laughs> um, you know, they prefer to have some store manager experience. Uh, and, and that's the biggest question. And you want to have some kind of support group, uh, whether because right. they don't want you going this alone. If you have experience in a support group, uh, the financial background is not, it's not, it's not a lot um, uh, as far as what out-of-pocket costs. It's a lot less than what you think it would be. Um, but the main uh, requirements is experience and support, a support group. And if you do, if you have that, because um, they're looking for people to want, because they want to expand more out into Southern California market, right? I mean, they want like 500 stores out here, so they're looking for people who want. Come on, people! You know, there's, a, there's a ton of areas out here that's untapped, you know, by grocery outlet, and we are actually looking for qualified people who want to come in and be owners, because. Uh, a lot of people are getting tired of that big box market, you know. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, that's this small uh, family-oriented, family environment is what a lot of people are drawn to. And we need more people that want to step up and, and you know, uh, take ownership of some of these stores. And Grocery Alley is definitely looking for it. So uh, if you have retail experience and you have a support background, I would definitely encourage you to, to reach out to uh, Grocery Alley and then say, hey, you know, this is something I would like to do. All right, you guys. Definitely. You hearing it. Step by step, I don't want to hear no excuses, no excuses from anybody that's saying that they want to have a store. Like, we can have it. I hear people complaining all the time. We don't have no stores over here. Uh, where's all the good food that mm-hmm. we can eat, you know? And I feel like a lot of issues within our community is that we have a lot of people that complain. That's true. And they don't want to offer any solutions or they don't. don't no, sorry. <laughs> No, they offer solutions. They get their opinion every opportunity that they get. Let me take that back. <laughs> what I mean is they don't want to aid in the solution, as in contributing or taking ownership of yeah. it. Like, get well, the lot, find the lot, have your group of people, put your money together, pull it together if you need some financial support as well as social support, and do it. You know, what I find out is a lot of people don't really want to pay the price. And to be successful in life, there's a price you're going to have to pay. I mean, I... I kid you not i don't know everyone's um it's gonna be different uh but you're gonna have to pay some type of price you know what i mean yep. uh, it, it's usually a dedication or commitment or something uh from and you know everybody wants everything right up front right everybody they they want uh that fast they, money. yeah want the fast money they don't they don't prefer delayed grat- gratification and you know and i think back about the times of me going from you know pushing shopping carts to ownership 
you know, there's a lot of times where I started making four dollars and twenty five cents an hour. You know, uh, my daughter makes three times as much money there. So, um, <laughs> she was just complaining. <laughs> and you know what? There's a price you have to pay. You know, you have to sacrifice. Uh, you might not make the money you think you should make right up front. Um, but if you stick with it and stick with your dreams and your goals and your desires, you will exceed what you what you thought you were gonna going get out of yeah, it. And just really. the point that you know, in the beginning. You know, when it's hard. That's the hardest part. Yeah, that's the hard part in the beginning. Some so. people don't even let the beginning happen. That's true, right? Some people, yeah. they just think about it, and that's it. That's yeah, as far as it goes. And they'll still talk about it. Oh, what do you want to be? Oh, I'm going to be, Yeah, can be a dreamer. Right. You <laughs> <laughs> got time for dreaming, I'm going to be the biggest ranch owner in the tri-state area. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, you, you own property? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like you live by yourself at least, you know? Mm -mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you do? Nothing. Just it's go like, out there and do it. Right. Do something. Do like, something. you got meetup.com. You can find workshops in the area. There's always, just talk to the people that you actually know. Like, a lot of people involve themselves with a lot of different things. And even just starting a conversation and talking to them about it and actually doing your due diligence to go and do it. And not just talk about it. Yeah. It makes like a true difference. Yeah. You'll start to learn and then you'll get the courage. Like some people, they do need to practice. And some people, they just need to just jump off the, the ledge and just fall into their destiny. Yep. So you guys got it. So um, next weekend, on my birthday, which I don't know yet how how present y'all going to see my face. I'm turning 28. Y'all have this event. Still a young woman. <laughs> Still a young woman. How, how, how did... um. How did you guys come up with Taste of Compton? Was it inspired by Taste of L.A.? Well, I'm sure it was. Uh, the actual uh, Latino Chamber of Commerce actually reached out to me. You know, one thing about Compton is they have like four or five different chambers, right? And I met with a, a group of them. And for me, I will support anybody who has to do anything positive for the community of Compton. Because that's what I'm about. It doesn't matter who, what chamber it is or, you know, this, this chamber of business, the chamber of Compton, the Latino Chamber of Compton. If, you're, if you want to do something positive for the for the for the community of Compton, I mean, I, my doors are wide open. Right. Um, so Latino Chamber of Commerce reached out to me, and they they're like, "Hey, Eugene, um, you know, would you would you allow us to use your parking lot uh, to host our second annual um, Taste of Compton?" And I was like, "Sure, you know, um, you know, as long as something that's positive for the community, I'm all for it." Uh, and that's how, and that's pretty much how that worked out. Um, so, and I, and I encourage any other chamber members. Uh, I noticed three others that are out there, any city, city council. I mean, I, my, my doors are all open for you guys. Um, you can use my, my Just location. Just bug him like Just, me. <laughs> get a page out of her book. I'm telling you, she is up. persistent. You just walk in. It's like, hey, Eugene, I'm here. I'm yeah. like, the security guard be looking at me. I'm like, yeah, I know you recognize me. Hi. Where is he at? Where's my restraining order? No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just be I'm looking just down every aisle like, hello. <laughs> no, but, um. Yeah, I, I, I am I am truly open for any any organization or anybody that has something to do positive with the community because that's what I'm all about. I figure if you take care of your community, your community will return take care of you. So, and that's how we got started. Um, and I hope that everyone uh, can come out um, this Saturday. We want to make that a, a huge successful October event. October 26. October 26. Well, from, what's the hours? From 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Okay. And we're gonna. I think we have over 45 uh, vendors. Um, committed to us uh we're supposed to have a band stage rock climbing live animals Ooh. i don't know where that's all gonna fit in my parking lot <laughs> but we're gonna make it fit uh one way or another we're, and we're gonna make this a successful uh positive 
a, a, a community event for the uh, citizens of Compton. And this is on Central and Rose Rosecrans Central. Yep, yeah, Rosecrans Central, right there where the um, yep. Starbucks and the Rite Aid is at. Don't go to the Rite Aid. Make sure you go to Grocery Outlet. Um, <laughs> Ooh, competition, Rite Aid. You can't they're, see they're, us they're in way Compton, more, Rite Aid. They're way more expensive than we are, so you definitely want to go over there. <laughs> Shots fired. I wish I had that little soundboard that was like, beam, 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 beam. <laughs> Brittany, like, I don't have it. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so um, – Ten, wait, say the times again. From 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. off of Rosecrans and Central mm-hmm. in Compton, California, mm-hmm. October 26, 2019. Yes, it it, once again, if you want to reach out, is Compton at GroceryOutlet.com. Yes, it is. Yep. And then Instagram is what? Compton Grocery Outlet? Grocery Outlet underscore Compton. So go follow. They live right now. And you can watch the replay and go follow. And if you have any business opportunities that you want to link with. Definitely. Right. You want to reach out. Like reach out and pitch your ideas. Have it a little organized. So that, like he said, he busy. He work from. I get there at 4. And I leave like 6 sometimes. 6 p.m. Yeah, I get there. He's just like all day. Since what fifth grade? You yeah. just mean? <laughs> just I know. Mean since, this is like diapers been out there working. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I ain't eating them hot dogs. No, <laughs> no more hot dogs and ramen. <laughs> no more hot dogs and ramen. Not doing going, it no more. We're going to Sizzler. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> That's your upgrade. No, Sizzler's was your man. <laughs> it was like baby steps. You know right. what I mean? This one here, man. This is a forty dollars steak right here. She, this one here, we we go out to a restaurant. And she'll pick the most expensive steak on the menu. Principal. Man, I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at the bill. I'm like, okay, what happened to uh, finger <laughs> foods? Like, like chickens and stuff like that. I'll take that. I'll take that plate, Mignon. She's a <laughs> growing girl. I'm just like, man. You hate when she started dating, boy. Oof. I know. <laughs> money. Good luck. Man, money. <laughs> but, um, okay, so, yes, we hope to see everybody. And thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. And we're going to move to the Love Period segment. Always think shit is about them. Love, peace. I hate that people don't respect personal space. Personal space. Like, it's mainly niggas. Let me just be real. Niggas is the most frustrating shit when you be on your period. Everything about them be frustrating. A little shit can bother you. If I'm on my period now, I'm already not in the mood And I go outside and a mosquito bite me Then mosquitoes gonna be fucking with me too Like, I'm not gonna fuck with nobody that day Hi, everybody. So that was my special guest. I'm super excited. And it was his first time on radio. So make sure you guys go and follow the Compton Grocery Store and really uplift them and give them the feedback. Go check out the store. Go buy some stuff. Actually, I forgot to tell him I found this um, 
it was this what's it called kombucha and it's like the best kombucha ever and it's only a dollar at the store so i'll be stacking up i'll be getting it it's like called kivia or something like that so keep getting the kivias the mangoes and the lemon that's my favorite one but um <laughs> i'm i'm going to talk about my love period segment right now so this has to do with feminine hygiene so for people who don't really know my show haven't really got to see this part of the segment yet the love period part is talking about feminine hygiene and just the rights around our feminine body and like our access to things our education and just our expression of everything and how we um how we get along with different organizations that have to do with feminine hygiene. So what I want to talk about, because actually I was going to have a special guest on today. Her name is Ashley. So one, she's my birthday twin. So shout out to Ashley. I hope I get to see her on her birthday. And um, she does a lot around body positivity. She does um, Yanni cleanses. So she helps people to well, that's for the women, but she also just does themes, period. So even if you're a male and you want to start, like, kind of cleaning out your body and making sure that, like, you flush and just stay clean, basically stay clean and, and have more control over your your personal self, then she has that. So you guys can always check that out. And she also does classes for pole dancing. So if you ever want to get strength in different ways and learn how to move your body and do all that stuff, she has that as well. So I was supposed to have her come on, and I'm going to definitely make sure that I have her come on soon. She's just not feeling well. So shout outs to her. Her Instagram is positive, Ashley Pose, I believe. And, um, yeah, so shout out to her. Hey, everybody. And what I want to talk about, though, is what he kind of mentioned a little bit, and it's access. You know, he was talking about the grocery store, Eugene, from Grocery Outlet, was talking about access as far as food goes. But I want to talk about access as far as feminine hygiene products go. So, one, they, a lot of places have taxes and fees that we have to pay for our feminine hygiene products. Now, within the states, it's slowly starting to be turned over. I'm not sure if it's been passed in every state. I have to verify. But there's still places around the world that they try to limit our access to these products. And it's very harmful. Like, can you imagine having to go through that, having to be in such a delicate time as your period, and you have nothing to, like, you know, keep yourself clean, to cover yourself, to feel comfortable in public settings, to play sports, to go to school, all these things. So I just want to shout out to people that are doing the work to bring these products together and to bring them to places that, you know, um, need that need feminine hygiene products, such as schools, such as even when you go out, like when I go out to the club, if I was to have like a freak start of my period or something while I'm out, I want to be able to go into the bathroom and use the products. So I'm telling everybody, if you have any extras, go take it in and <laughs> go take it into some place and go ahead and donate it. It could be a church. It could be a school. It could be anything like that. And just go ahead and help somebody out. It will be really helpful because a lot of girls, they don't have access. So that's my little love period part today. And now I want to go into the Golden Keys section and talk about more financial stability. Because like how you was talking, you could start your own business right away. Or you can start with a group of people, but it takes a little bit more financial education and just some little tidbits that you can start incorporating into your life. Keep it to the 
golden keys for today so one the reason why I decided to make the specific golden keys that I'm gonna go into for today is because I went to the taste of soul yesterday and it was all the way live and I was super hyped because it was black people all around me and then I'm hella late but I found out that Stevie Wonder owns KJLH and I was like yeah right I didn't know that y'all didn't know that either okay I wasn't the only one <laughs> I wasn't the only one Oh, y'all knew? Oh, well, I was, I, I didn't know. <laughs> y'all just played me. But, <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't know that. Like, I knew Stevie Wonder was pretty dope. I knew he owned a lot of things, but I didn't know specifically that he owned that. But to be fair, I haven't been living out here the most recent years, so I may not have got the announcement. So I found out a little late. But he was there yesterday, and I was just like, man, it's so dope to have all these people. And it reminded me of James Brown, actually, because back in – James Brown's um, error. He owned the radio stations that he put his music through. He owned the record label. He owned the rights to his music. He owned his own travel. So when he would like fly out or go on tour with the tour buses and everything, he owned everything. So he really owned every level of his operation. So I'm thinking about Taste of LA and I'm, I want to just continue to do research on it because I'm like how much of it is owned by us? Because a lot of times when you do things for the city, you have to put in permits and things like that. So there is going to be like some city influence. Like I was speaking to one of my business uh, mentors the other day and he was telling me how if you want to do a protest you have to apply to do a protest and I'm like I'm not about to put no permit in so y'all could prepare for my protest like that don't that don't sound right but I guess that's what you got to do and so yeah I want to just know like how much do we own how much is like some outside influence because obviously the police were there doing crowd control and they have the streets blocked off and all that takes like the city influence which is fine but I just want to know I'm nosy but there's sponsorship opportunities there was a lot of black businesses where and it, it ranged like there was a lot of food options there were clothing options I seen some hair wraps some the Black Panther hair gel and it was was just dope and a lot I've seen a lot of people supporting their friends so if you interested into doing in doing the next year's taste of soul you can always look it up and apply to be a vendor like some people they just don't know how to do these things go look on their website apply to be a, a vendor and um, I'm actually going to be working with the Griffina International Film Festival and we're going to have opportunities for vendors as well so if you want to have any part in that you could reach out to me my Instagram is perky sexy cool my Gmail is perkyperspectivespod at gmail.com. So you could talk to me too because I actually saw a Garifuna vendor there and I was like, ooh, 
took a picture and everything. I'm going to be reaching out to you real soon. So let's do some partnerships and definitely uplift. But the golden keys, though, is about you being able to have some ownership. And that's how you put your money aside. And that's how you really grow and invest. So I want to specifically talk about invest investment accounts. One, I am a part of a group that puts on investment workshops every month. We just had our last one last week. So if you want to talk to me about it, we can talk about it. We can go over it. And just like I said, like if you're not in my area, go on Meetup. Go look up this thing. Talk to people. There's always opportunities to start your own investment account and grow your money over time, right? And so, one, if you are in currently employed, find out what investments that your job offers. And that could be from 401ks to Roth IRAs to 403Bs. You know, there's different options because not every job has a pension opportunity. And definitely not every job um, is going to, or not even not every job, not everybody, sorry, is going to be able to benefit off of SSI. Like, <laughs> I know for me in my age range, it's probably not going to be around for us. But even still, some people are banking on the fact that they're going to have it. And you don't even know how much you're going to get. So go look on the website. You can go on the Social Security Administration website and you can look it up and see how much you would even get if you were to be granted Social Security. And you have to work long enough. And some of us don't even put in enough time to get Social Security. So look into that. But that's one thing. Find out about your employment. The other thing is find out if your job does any matching and research which plan would best fit for you. So like for IRA, you can look up traditional IRA or Roth IRA and see which one you like. And then seek out the financial advisor so that you can get started. And so, so for people that don't know, especially young people, like people that's in their 20s, especially their early 20s, you could start maxing out a Roth IRA for 6000 a year, which is 500 a month. And I know that's a lot of money, but if you were to do that for around seven years and you just stopped after the seventh year, you would have over $2 million by the time you reach your that retirement age, you know, so the, in the 60s. And that's just from seven years of investing. So think of the sacrifice. Yeah, you're not going to be able to party and go crazy in your early 20s, but who the hell cares if you're going to have over $2 million later on in life? Like, hello, think about it. So um, it's going to take some dedication, but all you got to do is start. And so I'm saying just research some educational funds, too, because a lot of people, they want to go back to school later on in life and they don't really have the money for it or they first start going to school and they don't have the money for it. And I know like for like for me, it's too late for me to do an educational fund for the stuff I already did. I could start one for things in my future, but who know, I don't think I want to go back to school, but I might. But also I'm going to have children or nieces and nephews or god kids and stuff, and I can always give it to them. And then they don't have to worry about being stuck in debt while they're going to school. Because that's really hard to go to school and feel like you're doing everything right. And then you leave school and you have mounds and mounds of debt. And you don't know how you're going to pay it off. You don't know how you're going to buy a house. You're over here stressing out because the economy is just getting more and more uh, expensive. Gas. Shoot, we live in L.A. Gas is ridiculous. Like... I went, Costco is a little cheaper, but it's almost $4. Some places it's $5 and higher. To to have rent an apartment, not even own anything, is almost 2000 for something stupid like our one or two bedroom. When just a few years ago, it was like 1200 
800 900 like stupid prices it's just dumb so just think ahead prepare for your kids future and also for your own future and then at minimum have an emergency account and that is about three to six months of income so once again this is going to take some dedication but if you start putting aside some money every month or every paycheck how however often you get paid look at your do your budget look at your expenses and see like do i have something that i could take out of my budget like i go to the movies every week or something like that let me take that out and let me just watch netflix or do you have netflix hulu and amazon prime maybe get rid of some of those and just have one or use your friend netflix like most of us do and you don't have to even pay for it i'm gonna use one of y'all accounts <laughs> and you don't even have to pay for it but no i'm just kidding but like figure out what you can cut back on and then put that into your emergency fund because if anything was to happen and you needed that money then you have it but yeah those are the golden keys and so i just want to say thank you for everybody that tuned in today thanks to eugene from the compton grocery outlet showing us what black ownership is showing us how we can obtain our own stuff how we can keep the dollar black and within our own neighborhoods and also just how we can uplift our business because again if you have a business so if you have any type of business you have anything you want to uplift music books artwork skills you can reach out to us so that's me at perky sexy cool or perky perspectives pod at gmail.com i'm on a whole bunch of platforms apple Podcasts, google play icn.dj radio public working on my patreon perksofwellness.org also the after party which is t-h-a after party and that's on facebook twitter instagram and then follow my guests, which is Compton underscore Grocery Outlet. And you can email him at Compton at GroceryOutlet.com. And if you have a business or anything like that, reach out. Tell them what it is. Tell them you want to have an event. I have plenty of opportunities to do events with him as well if you want to make it a bigger thing. We was talking to this other owner, Compton Vegan. So if you – oh, he actually just had an event with Supermarket. That's a – um instagram page and they help bring food to food deserts throughout la as well so definitely reach out and don't give up on yourself believe in yourself take that step push for ownership because it's really going to be worth it in the long run and thanks for tuning in i hope to hear from you next time stick to the plan
I done seen this shit happen hundred times on the record But I still Fuck Voices in my head Conscious talking to me like Look, your woman wants some more, nigga, to play